Blog Talk Radio. Chicago out here in San Francisco because it's kind of windy, but you know I like the breeze. <laughs> oh, got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know I'm, I'm, I'm under the weather. Under the weather, Jay, today. So I guess you could take advantage of me and get me back for all those times I've given you a hard time. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving up until Christmas. So just wait till uh, when we get to the 25th. If you don't receive anything in the mail, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> I'm just playing. You're gonna get a wonderful Christmas present for me, and I understand, Gail. Well, I'm, I'm gonna bear. I'm gonna bear with you because I know you're not feeling well, and I'm gonna. I, I got you. I got your back, and I'm here. That's why we're partners on this beautiful show here. So I just was trying to make oh, you no. laugh. No, no, no. That's okay. You're, you're gonna give me a bad gift, and I know it. And I, I can only imagine what that gift might be. I'm actually a little scared to receive it, because um, knowing you is probably like a jack in the box or something. <laughs> well, no. What, what, what it'll be is this, this new. It's a new app I was going to tell you about, and it's just for, this is the only thing I wanted to say to you. It's called the In Class App, and it's for all the kids out there. So all the kids out there, it's called In Class App. It's free for the uh, for the for Apple devices, and I think they might have it on on the other devices for free. And this device is just a glorified timetable, and you can put notes, and you can record, and you can do your homework deadlines all in one place. They can remind you well ahead of time which particular assignments to do. So I just want to throw that little little bite in there for us today. It's called well, the In-Class App. In-Class App. Jay, can you spell uh, that for our, our listeners so they'll know, and our teachers and students, would you spell that for them? I sure will. It's in, I mean, I-N, capital T, L-A-S-S, app. And it's, okay, it's really? free. It's a wonderful free. I'll send you the link, Gail, and you can put it on a, a beautiful, beautiful uh, Listen Gift website. It's, it's great for kids. It's just a great app where they can do all their homework. And, uh, and it's free. It's called really In-Class great. App. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, the company's called inclass.in. So for those of you guys... 
And it's free. It works on the Apple phone. It's free. It's really free. Well, you know, I tell you, it's a really funny thing. Um, the, you know, the one story I do want to bring up before we bring Sharon on, you know, the, the amazing, amazing thing that we saw with um, Jay-Z, and I, I thought that was so beautiful that Jay-Z brought his daughter out to give the award to um, Beyonce. I thought it was so beautiful. Wow, it was. It was and yes, on, on the yes on MTV's VMA Awards. You know that Michael, I, I believe it was a Michael Jackson Award or Michael Jackson Pioneer Award. And given, you know, I know that was so close to Beyonce's heart because of the fact that she is such a lover of both Michael Jackson and also Tina Marie. And I'm not sorry, uh, Tina Turner. So that had to be like the most amazing thing for her. And, you know, she really, she really, they showed that they were a family, you know, and I, and I thought that was amazing. So I, I think yeah. that if, you know, if we can just bring, you know, have more artists take that direction of what Beyonce did, I think it would make a heck of a difference, to be honest with you. Yes, it would. It would. That was wonderful. And did you get a chance to see they, that day? Yes, I did, and I saw it, uh, and I just, you know, just it's just great that, you know, and it's amazing how Jay-Z has grown and how how the relationship has grown, even though they have ups and downs. They're still constantly, they're, they're you know, they're work, they're work in progress. So you, you can kind of see them. Even when they were out here in San Francisco, you could see the energy, and you can see that no matter what, he's always trying to do the right thing. And I like that about Jay-Z. He's, get, he's just growing and growing as a person, getting better and better and better. I like that. You know, he yeah. looks at yesterday. He looks at he looks at the man he was yesterday, and he tries to improve on what he was the day before. And that's what people that's, need to do. You know, that's that's the truth. He, Jay does look at the, the the kind of gentleman he needs to be, and he keeps reinventing himself. And that and that I think is so important because I think in marriages and relationships, you know, guys going out with girls, if you're not secure within yourself and you're you know, whether you're a man or a woman, and you see your spouse doing well, you may you may do certain things or feel you know not happy about that. You know what I mean? So I think it's important right. that we embrace, we always embrace each other and we support each other no matter where we are in life because you never know when you're going to need that back. You know what I mean? Right. So, Jay, guess who we have on? Without further ado, guess who we have? Right. I know who we have, but I'm so excited. I don't want to say her name. I want you to announce her, but I know it's a special, special person. Yes, it's a very special person, and I'm really excited, audience, about having her here. And just to let you know, you can download this right after, you know, we finish talking with her. But I'm really excited to have Sharon Katz, who's a teacher, a documentarist. She's a singer. Oh, and she's a choral singer, too. And... Her music is integrated with South African tones and African tones and just everything. I am so excited. And plus, before I bring her on, just so I warn her ahead of time, you know how I love the South African accent. You know what it does to me. So without further ado, I want want to also say something important about this. You know, as you know, South Africa has gone through apartheid. And you know, Jay, why this is so important to me is because um, Sharon Katz is 
what they call consider, I guess, almost like Dutch South Africaner. And, and she may need to correct me when she comes on. And she mixes with the other cultures of South Africa and her music. And I think it's so beautiful because it shows how you can come together across all lines of communication, ethnicity, um, culture, everything. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her on, Jay. Ms. Hi, hi, hi. I'm fine, oh, thanks. I'd like to greet I'm very well, thanks, Gail, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. I'd like to just greet the listeners in the Zulu language of the Sunny Bonani, which means um, hello and I'm happy to see you all today. I can't see now, you, but I feel you. Now, you know, we have a surprise for you, Sharon. And you you know say yebo. Yeah, your, your reply is yebo. Yeah, you say yebo. Yeah, okay, but we have a surprise for you too, Sharon. Okay. So we're either going to say, Jay, we should say to, to Sharon, either Sawabona or Maloeni. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, Sawabona, it's, it's Zulu, and Maloeni, it's Isitosa, two, two different languages. Exactly, that's why I said it in two different ways. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the show, and I'm just delighted. Thank you very much. Well, you know Jay. Jay, Mr. Yes, Lopez, I met Jay. Hey, Jay, I'm how are here. you? Hi. I'm I'm still here. Everything is oh, fine. Oh, that's so wonderful. That's so <laughs> wonderful. It was great to meet you at the African Festival a couple of weeks ago, and thank you again yes, for, yes. for introducing me to your listeners. Oh, wonderful. It's just great that you're on our show today. We're going to have some Thank fun. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Jay. Thank you, Gail. No problem. And we're going to, have, we're going to get right into the show. Um, we do apologize to you again, Sharon, as I've shared with our audience. I'm very much under the weather and have to get back to the doctor uh, after the, right after the show, actually. But we're going to go right in with you with some questions. And we just ask that you don't give, our, give everything away too quickly because Jay and I are going to have some different questions for you. And we would love for you to just share, you know, per question so that our audience doesn't get all the good stuff up front too quickly. Is that okay with you? <laughs> That's perfect, yeah. No problem. And I hope you feel better, Gail. Thank you so much. Well, Jay... Um, I'm gonna. If it's okay with you, I'm gonna start out. You know, Sharon. We. I heard about a band called Sharon Cat and the Peace Train. Okay. Right. Can, right. Can Can you tell us a little bit about Sharon Cat and the Peace Train? Absolutely. Well, um, Kel, the, that's the name of my band. Um, I'm a musician. I play. I play the guitar. I taught myself to play the guitar, and I was really, really young, about ten years old. Um, I was born in, in South Africa. My parents were born in South Africa as well. Um, I'm of Jewish descent. Um, I'm not of Dutch descent. Um, but the band it plays South African music, and we carry the message of Nelson Mandela that is about peace, that is about reconciliation. And the name of the band goes back to the project that I founded uh, in 1992, after Mandela was released from prison, I founded this project called the Peace Train because I traveled on a train with hundreds of children and musicians of all different races. We traveled on a train together around South Africa to help Mandela to realize his vision of 
a non-racial democracy in South Africa, and that that are the roots of Sharon Katz and the peace train. Wow. That's a lot in one answer, I know, but I had to kind of answer the question broadly. No, but that's amazing because, um, you know, Jay, you go ahead next. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you. Hello? Jay, do we have you? I think oh, yeah, I'm here. For oh, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I, I'm just very excited to have you on the show. And my my question has to do with when voices meet. I want to know yes. about this film. What is this film about? Okay, Jay, you know, it's a great question because it, it brings it all together. Um, when I founded the project in 1992, I was fired up with a vision to help Mandela, as I said. And I founded at that time a 500-voice choir, a choral production, and I called that production When Voices Meet. That was back in 1992. And we staged this 500-voice choir in Durban, South Africa, at a time when all races had been divided, you know, by apartheid, living in separate geographic areas, attending separate schools. Everything was separate you know, as it was imposed by the old government of South Africa. Now, coming back to the film, it's been 20-plus years, actually, since that production. And I decided to finally, finally tell the story to the world as much as I could. And we've called the documentary that's being made, we, we use the same name. I took the name from my production, When Voices Meet, and that's what the name of the film is. So the film, the documentary that will come out hopefully next year, is also called When Voices Meet. And and I know, again, it's a long answer to the question, but the When Voices Meet documentary is going to tell the story of how I worked to bring different communities together and through the music of the Peace Train and the music that, you know, of, of, of every single culture that was represented in the Peace Train um, production um, we told the story of, of liberation in South Africa and we, we tried to unite people after the ending of apartheid. So that, that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a long history, you know. It's like we're going back over like 20 years now since the liberation of South Africa and more than 20 years since Mandela was, was released from prison. So these were very crucial 20 years in, in our history as a nation of South Africans. Wow. You know, I, it's I, a lot, I tell you, you that it, it's, it's a very, um, this is very important to me because I had the opportunity to meet Nelson Mandela. And um, it, 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 it resonates so deeply in me because I would not have met him had it not been for my niece, who I want to acknowledge that, who was with me in London, uh, Zaria. It was as a result of her and the Dr. Konji Sabati, who was the Zen ambassador, okay? We took my niece yes. home uh, to the apartment in uh, London, and after that, going back out to the party, I actually had the opportunity uh, to meet Nelson Mandela. And yes. it was, and he, you know, his wife, I'll never forget his wife said, he never stops anybody. He said, she said, you're destined for something. And oh. uh, I, never, I never forgot that. And, um, That's beautiful. Yes. It, it, you know, I, I'm just lucky. And so 
and I'm lucky but blessed in that way. And the thing I want to ask you, you've had the opportunity to meet Nelson Mandela. I like our audience, you know, just just from someone who has met him. He always says he's just a man, okay? Inside (laughs) of that statement, inside of that statement, what did you get about him? Oh, Mandela, you know, Nelson Mandela, this, this, this was the greatest honor of my life, and I feel that for the rest of my life I walk in the moment of, of you know, memory of the moments and that I shared, you know, meeting Nelson Mandela. Uh, and the first time that I met him, which was on his 75th birthday, and uh, there was a big uh, banquet party for him in Durban, South Africa, and it was hosted by most of the people that had been liberated from prisons all around South Africa. These were former political prisoners, but it was a huge, huge event. And I, I, I performed with my band, and then I was taken to meet Mandela. And the words he said to me, I'll never forget. And he said, you know, you, because I had been performing with a multiracial band, and he said, what you represent in the aspirations of, of a non-racial dom- democracy in South Africa for which we've struggled all our lives. And this is what you represent, Sharon. Continue with the work. So, you know, Gail, like much as you also have been living with these words, I've been living with these words for the last 24 years. And to me, it is just an honor that I met Mandela. Mandela, is, yes, he was a man, but Mandela was a mythical hero. And we need to really keep... Mandela's messages present in our lives today. It's so important with all the divisions that are going on in the society and all the things that everybody is finding to fight about. We just, if we could just remember Mandela's vision, Mandela's practice of what he did to unite all South Africans at such a time. It is unbelievable that we didn't have massive bloodshed in South Africa during those years. But because of Mandela, he he kept people together and he, he maintained that. And we really need to listen to those those memories and those voices. So, yeah, I will never, never forget those moments that I spent with Mandela, never, in my entire life. Why? Well, I, I mean, I, I can't even say I, I was speechless and, not only just because I'm sick, but I'm, I'm, I'm not normally speechless. Um, for me, Sharon, your voice, and as I share it with Jay, I, I become quiet during the time I listen to people from South Africa because the voice, other than any other, I love all African countries, but other than any country, the South African voice gives me peace. So having you on the show just gives me a little peace. Yeah. I, I, Jay... Jay, I want to I wanna just be a little selfish here. I just have one more question for her in this area. You know, the work that you do, okay, the music, how, is music important to you because of the work that you're doing in the peace area, or is music important to you because it does something to you in your soul, like you feel it from your soul? Can you share that a little bit with us? Well, I think it's both. You know, I'm a musician. I, I was born to be a musician, and music is the vehicle of my my work, and my work is inspired by music. So it's just a round circle, you know. Um, I'm actually in San Francisco right now um, for about four months. Um, I had the wonderful opportunity to teach at this incredible institution. It's called the California Institute of Integral Studies, and I'm teaching 
in the expressive therapy department, um, teaching students in expressive art therapy. And I'm actually doing a concert. I just have to take this moment. I hope that there are listeners from this area. I'm doing a concert next Friday night at uh, this California Institute of Integral Studies. But the idea is that, you know, music is a vehicle, and music is a vehicle of peace. Music is a vehicle through which people can be united. Music is a vehicle to give people inspiration and hope. And the music of the peace train works in this exact same way. And I just feel honored and blessed that I can be this vehicle to transmit peace, to bring people together and to say, okay, for these moments when we're together, let's just let's let's spread the love, let's share the love that we have, let's incorporate all different nations and all different cultures. So while I, while my music and the music of the peace train is definitely South African, it's South African music all the way. We have room in there to 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 welcome everybody into the circle and into this moment that we can share together. And that's what music is for me. I can't separate myself as a person from the music that I play. And it's the music that I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to share w- with others, you know. It's, it's just all about one and the same thing for me. It's, there's no beginning and there's no end, if you know what I mean. That, that's my answer of, of what I feel to your question. Music is a wonderful capsule. Music and dance and all of the arts, it all comes together in community and a shared spirit. Wow. And I hope that anybody that's around in San Francisco comes to the concert next Friday, next Saturday night. It's Saturday, September the 13th at 7.30. Jay, you're going to be with us. I'm going to try to get there, yes. I'm going to try to get oh, over there. Oh, that would be so fantastic. I'd just love to have you with us. Yes. I was listening to your beautiful songs, and I had there's two songs that stuck out. And I just want you to just a little bit, because I know Gail has some other questions, so I don't want to take up too much time on the songs. But one song struck me out. Um, I think it was Kamnadi Ekhaya. Uh, I would like you to explain oh, yeah. that one. And also... Um, I know it means sweet home or something like that. And then the song about Mandela, what made you, what influenced you to write these beautiful songs, these two songs? They stick out, just stick out so much. Oh, thank you. I hope you've got time to play them on air. Um, Mandela, as I said, Mandela's my inspiration, and I love that song. Um, it, it, I wrote it, actually, I, it was a collaboration with a, a songwriter that I worked with in Philadelphia, as a matter of fact some years ago, and I just, you know, the, the chant came to me, Mandela, oh, Mandela, oh, Mandela. The chant came to me, you know, like in that way, and then we, we sat down and we tried to, like, bring the best, most possible positive lyrics that we could to describe Mandela. You know, Mandela is a man of vision, a man of action. You know, th- those were, we tried to to get the best lyrics that we could for that song, you know, to, to try to capture the power of this man, Nelson Mandela. And uh, I think in these days, since Mandela passed away on December 5th, 2013, last year, I think that, you know, it's important, you know, through the song and through any means that we can to just continue that, that, that vision that I can't even under, underestimate that vision. So through the peace train, that's what I'm trying to do and, and, and continue my work in the peace train. And then kumnandi, kumnandi ekaya. It just means, kumnandi means it's 
pleasant. It tastes good. It it feels good. That's what kumnandi means. And ekaya is home. So for me, kumnandi ekaya, it's great at home because South Africa's home. You know, I feel at home in South Africa. I was born there. It's my home. But there's almost no visitor that I've taken to South Africa, and I've taken hundreds of people to South Africa that doesn't feel a sense of being at home when they get there. There's just something welcoming about South Africa right now in this era and this time that even though we've got our problems, nothing is perfect, no place is perfect, but people just feel immediately at home in South Africa. And I just wanted to share that, you know, through my through the music, through the, the spirit and the joyful spirit of... That's why I wrote that song. Wow, wow. you're beautiful. I'm glad you love them. Those two, two of my favorites today. <laughs> can I interject here with this, this one other question I had? Now, you know, oh, please go you, ahead. Please go ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, you, um, I've, I've heard through the grapevine that you were nominated nominated for a Grammy. Could you explain to our listeners how did that feel, and what and what did you get nominated for, and, and how did you do that? <laughs> well. Um, Actually, that Grammy nomination was through my association with Bolden Abrams, who co-wrote that song, Mandela, with me. And um, Bolden was so, unfortunately, he's late. He passed away a few years ago, and I, I loved him dearly. Um, he's, he, Bolden really wanted to push it through. He was just so excited about the peace train. He was so excited about the collaboration that we, we created in Philadelphia and um, writing some songs together. And that, that CD, um, Imbizo, so it's called Imbizo. Imbizo is a, it's a gathering of people. It's a traditional Zulu gathering, actually, of all the elders of the community. That's what it means, Imbizo. And everybody comes together. And that's why I called that album Imbizo, because it was over 70 musicians that were represented on this album. And um, it was a tremendous honor to get a Grammy nomination, uh, not something that I'll ever, ever take lightly, because for me as a foreigner, as a person new in the United States, I, I took that as a huge, huge honor, you know, to be even nominated as a, as a, for a Grammy. So it's, it was really thanks to Bolden and to his pushing that that, that, that actually happened, you know. He, he did all that legwork, and it was really, really exciting for us. Wow. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, tremendous honor. And, you know, it, it, the person that you are, you're such a wonderful, giving person. And and I, I wonder, you know, you, you do you do these things in, in South Africa, these music therapy programs. And me and yes. Gail was talking about these music therapy programs. We were, me and Gail, we were very excited about these things you do for orphans. Mm. Could, you, could you tell us a little bit about some of the other stuff you do with the HIV and the feeding programs in the impoverished areas and did your dealings with conflict with revol- uh, resolution and stuff in your, in your in your homeland? Well, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, South Africa is, is a country that's in great need of healing, and um, there's so much work that still needs to be done in every corner, especially in the, the rural areas, and especially with communities that have been historically disadvantaged, you know, in South Africa for all these years. And I have friends and comrades and colleagues in South Africa with whom I'm, I'm really fortunate to have been working for over 20 years now. And, you know, I find that that is the best way for us to implement is to, to work with um, people that are steeped in the community. So there are schools and orphanages that I've been working with for years 
and um, I just feel like I can't do enough, you know. There's just so much to do. So I do have a music therapy program that is going on at a school. It's an after-school program in Durban in a a township. It's called Mayville or Keto Manor. And what's great about this is that one of the original members of the Peace Train is now an adult. She is running this project. And there's a whole... There's a whole lot of, of education that we really need to do around HIV and, and AIDS prevention. So those concepts are always built into the programs. You know, it's just a matter of course that these things need to be discussed with the youth. Um, we can't take it for granted that people know, they have the information. They, you know, there's, there's definitely important, but there's a huge important area that needs to be talked about all the time. So whether we're doing the art, um, you know, let's say music and dance, we still need to talk about these other important critical life issues with the with the young people and with, you know, anybody that you come into contact. So we have that program and uh, I also um, maintain my contact with one of the orphanages that I've been associated with for at least about 12 years by now, maybe more. And I'm always trying to raise money wherever I am, you know, to... Um, take back home or to send back home to help children to go to school, to help them to buy school uniforms, to help in in any way that I possibly can. So I have a small non-profit organization that I founded. And I say small because it's really not huge. And I just do whatever I can. And when I go home, I, I, I roll up my sleeves to do whatever I can to help in the community. You know, it's just it's just uh, an endless job, and and I admire the people that are at home all the time. And I'm kind of a little bit envious because there's a part of me that just wants to go home and never leave again. <laughs> I feel like maybe my work is calling me other places for the moment, and um, I value anything that I can do that is of service where I am. For example, while I'm in San Francisco, I do hope that I can become more involved in the community. And um, maybe, Jay, you're going to help me to do that while I'm here. That's right. That's right. And listen, Give is right there behind you to support you. Thank you so much. It's so important. And, you know, know, one of the other things I just wanted to share is that, um, you know, we will do anything we can on this side of the equator, too, over in New York and the East Coast and, you know, globally for you. Thank you so much, um, Gail. I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, I, I have been fortunate to spend quite a lot of time in your part of the world, Philadelphia and New York. And, um, you know, I've performed with the band in places like Joe's Pub and New York City. Oh, and, yes, um, yes. done a lot of festivals. And, you know, um, I think that I feel that everything that I do through the music and, and the band of the Peace Train, Sharon Captain the Peace Train, it's just all, it's, it's working towards the same cause. And I really value these opportunities of being able to get my voice heard. And I hope that people will stay tuned. And even just go to the website, uh, When Voices Meet, whenvoicesmeet.com. They can see the trailer there of the film that will come out, and it will give you a better understanding and a deeper understanding of the roots of the peace train, Sharon Katz and the peace train. We are a band, yes, but we've, we've, we've got a huge mission, and you know we'll always keep on doing this work. Well, one, one of the things that um, I would like to share with you personally is that um, 
we are involved with the UN. So anything that we can do to support you, Jay and I, through our sister organizations and so forth, we will do that, and we'd love to have you come back. And I just have one personal question for you, if you don't mind, um, Sharon. Our last question. Is that okay with you? Of course. The last question I have for you, Sharon, is one one that's so deeply uh, rooted in the music that you do. I listen to your music, and you really get into it. What is it that um, you personally love about when you're on stage and you're really into the music and you are you have the opportunity to interact with you know people from different cultures? What about that lights you up personally? Wow, <laughs> that's a question. That's a beautiful question. That is just, it's a hot thing, you know. Um, and I think that when I'm playing music, obviously I'm in a zone, you know. I'm in, I'm in another world, um, which is not material, which is not, it's a spiritual world, it's a music world, you know. It's a world that enables me to totally be in my in my heart to connect with people from the purest part of myself and um wow. that's what i think is that's what i think is so fantastic about music because it's a world without words you know and it's a world without conflict it is a peace world you know it is a world where i can i can play my music and the music is coming out of me i can my my soul is on fire you know and and that's the place where i feel that i can really connect and um, there's no issues. It's not, and there's nothing else that's going on, you know. So um, it's, the, those are the moments that I cherish. <laughs> and here's um, our very I think last... those are my happiest, happiest moments. Wow. And here's our last question to you, um, and then we will say goodbye to everyone. Um, our last question to you is, what is it that you want, what message do you want our audience and the world to know? that sometimes we don't hear. What message do you want to leave with us today that's important for the world to know? Well, I think at the moment, if, I can, if we think about what's going on out there, you know, we just read the news and all these decisions. and You know, it's really disturbing to me that we each feel that people feel that they have to get into their camps, you know, or get into their um, guarded positions. I know that the complex issues are out there. I know that it's not simple. But if we could, just for a minute, consider the idea of of listening, you know, listening to each other and listening to the music. It's like listening to the music, but if we could listen to each other the way we listen to music, you know, if we could experience each other in the way that we experience the same music and, and arts, the arts, if we could take this into the world in our relationships with each other, um, then maybe we've got a better chance to to create some kind of peaceful environment within this chaos. You know, um, I think that's maybe what I'm trying to say. And I, 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 I feel blessed with the, with the work that I'm doing with the peace train and with the music of the peace train and the, the context of the peace train. I feel blessed to have that opportunity to be in that realm. And I just invite us all to join it, 
join in that realm together, such as what we've been doing in this conversation. And and also the, the way that I feel that Jay drew me in when I met Jay and we were able to do that with each other. And I met you, Gail, through Jay and through Jay's daughter, actually, at, at, at CI. So I'm teaching. I feel like if we could all do this, you know, we can, the world will be a better place. So thank you so much for, for, for inviting me into your, into your circle. Well, thank you, and thank you, Jay, for having Sharon on with us this week. And you know what I ask of you, Sharon, that you come back with us um, and we'll be in contact with you. And whatever you need of Jay and I, you've got, and, you know, we're saying this live on the air, so you definitely don't have to worry about it. I, wanna, I really no, want to speak to something you said. And that that'll be is, fantastic. Yes, I'm sorry, oh, yes. Oh, no, and then no, go ahead. I, I, I lost you for a second. You said you wanted to speak to something. I wanted something that you said, Jay. Something that she said, and I want everyone to hear this. If we could connect with each other as individuals every day, the way that we listen and connect with music, oh my God, what would life really be like? It would be like a song, wouldn't it? There you go. Yeah. It would be, and she can come back again, Gail, when she comes back. She has to play the yuhadi. I want her to bring the instrument, uh, and uh, she can play it on air. <laughs> that would be, oh, oh my yeah. God. Well, you know, now that you said that, Jay, we may have to have Sharon back in a few weeks. Sharon, we may be calling you back in a few weeks, my dear. I'll be happy to, any any time. I'll be happy to come on air. And um, again, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity and uh, your work in the UN. You're going to have to tell me more about that. I actually had the opportunity to perform at the South African Mission at the United Nations for South Africa's um, 20th anniversary of democracy on the 27th of April this year. So I was, oh, wow. I was actually there at the UN. It was so fantastic being there. It was amazing. So you'll have to tell me more about your work that you're doing. Well, Jay and I do a lot of work with the UN, and we'll be more than happy to tell you about it. So oh, we wonderful. look forward. So with, every, with that said, everyone, we're going to take you out with Treasure by Patent Leather. Thank you, everyone, and have an amazing day. <laughs> <laughs>